Hi, I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This week, we put you to sleep. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. It's my favorite time of the week. What time of the week is that? It's the time of the week when we get to sit down and record our podcast. Oh, Nikki. Yes, it's so good to see you, Muriel. Oh, uh, I just saw you all day. I know. We saw each other all day. We had fights. We had fun. We did all types of things. <laughs> and I'm very glad to be with you on the greatest thing in the world, which is our podcast, Hell in Your 30s. Oh, my God. Well, um, yes. you're full of little surprises, aren't I, you? Yeah, I think so. I, gotta, I think so as well. I gotta think, keep things spicy. Little you know? Game of Thrones over here. Yes, I, there's a lot of uh, fighting for supremacy. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so this week, you guys, we want to talk about sleeping. Yes. Why the, is that, Nick? Because it's. I don't remember why. Was there a specific reason? Ah, uh, because we can't sleep. <laughs> Well, actually, and, and we've also been having some success, ups you and downs. You have. I have not. You've just been not been sleeping well at all lately. No, and I come, so. Part of that is we ran out of our free samples from uh, hempbombs.com. I know, with all of those like crazy <laughs> CBD things that knock you out. Um, no, well, I come from a long line of not sleepers. Yeah, right, yeah, And that's I don't true. know like any sort of statistical evidence about that, but mm -hmm. your mom also has trouble sleeping. Yes, she does. And I wonder if that's like. I like a lady hormone thing. I don't know. But my my mother and my grandmother both sleep like my grandmother goes to sleep at like seven. Yeah. For like two hours and then wakes up and reads for like three hours and then sleeps again. Comes out to the kitchen, bangs around, gets some milk. She used to scare my grandpa and they go back into <laughs> <laughs> the bedroom and go to sleep. Yeah, right. So and then wake up at like. Five. So my mother does very similar things, yeah. but she also like narc, like just, I say narcs out. She just like, I say that in terms of narcolepsy, not narking on people. Because <laughs> yeah, she's not drugs. a snitch. She's not a snitch, but she can fall asleep really easily. Her favorite thing to fall asleep to is things that I am making her watch because I think are interesting. So if I'm like, like you what? have to watch this movie, it's really oh. great. And she's like, Oh, I can't wait. And then literally three minutes and she's snoring. She passes out hella. Yeah, but then she, I think she also stays up all night watching like British shows on Netflix and yeah. Hulu. So she'll go, she'll retire to her chambers, <laughs> but she'll... With like a pad on her chest yeah. and like earbuds in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she'll watch TV for like a super long time on her iPad and then fall asleep and then wake up and fall asleep. So I come from, that's my legacy. Yeah. My You're, mom used to wake up in the middle of the night, come downstairs and um reed and all the cats would climb on her Aww. and rascal who was like uh, a really bad outdoor cat it was like the only time he would come in and be nice to a human would be like in the middle of the night with my mom and he used to bite her right on the nose what's that <laughs> what's that thing called this? a septum i think yeah where people get their nose pierced right in the yeah. middle there and it was like a love bite but it would be drastic and she'd be like 
rascal bit me in the face again. (laughs) (laughs) She just like get pets him, gives him love. And he just reaches out and gives her a little like chomp. Yeah. Which I tried to do to you in the first few years you were dating. And I was explicitly told to stop. Girl, I tried to bite you earlier today. and You told me to stop. Well, that's because you don't have any fucking like gauge of things. Yes, I do. No, you I'm an expert biter. You can't pick out fruit. You can't. I'm good at picking fruit. No. Yes. Not the kind that you have to squeeze. Yes. What are you talking about? You don't like the kind of avocados I get. I think they're better than the kind that you get. I think that you get rotten avocados and you bite too hard. So <laughs> I've never left a mark on you. That, why are you even talking about this? You're the one who brought it up. Uh, my point is I used to want to give you love bites and then you were explicitly like, don't do that. <laughs> like a total fucking narc. <laughs> A true snitch? Yeah. I don't get to do that anymore. That's all my point is. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, if you were leaving marks on me, we'd have a whole different podcast. (laughs) Be through a glass window. I don't understand. Like that's like that's like the weirdest sort of like proof that you're fine. (laughs) I don't I didn't leave a mark on you, did I? I never broke the skin. Oh my god. Never broke the skin. All right. Well, congratulations on that one. Thank you. Yes. Uh so yeah, we have a history of this thing's so, I mean, okay, so we talk we, about this a bunch. Yeah. Basically, when you get older in life and you progress, your sleep becomes more and more of a fragile thing. Yeah. And I think that this started hitting me not too far, long ago. Like, I yeah. was a pretty strong sleeper yeah. up until, like, maybe three years ago or yeah. something like that. Like, it hasn't been... Like, oh, as soon as you turn 30, you can't sleep. But it was like 32. 32 and a half. Yeah, 32 you know, and a half. And I was and like, third. what is happening over here? Yeah, it got rough. Yeah, so basically between the two of us, yeah, I, I think you have developed some coping mechanisms. I would love you to share. One thing that brings me endless delight is... Yeah. Your uh, now years long use of sleeping masks. Sleeping masks are great, and so are earplugs. But I haven't I haven't used earplugs in a while. It's been okay. Well, also in our room we have a fan, so we turn on the fan that drowns out some outside noise. But the sleeping mask is key, except for my current one is very stinky because I've sweated through it. <laughs> I was gonna endless say. nights, yeah. and also currently missing. Did you throw it away? No, I did. okay. <laughs> It's Literally, a fancy one. You got to free all in a All I do is bag. clean our stupid room and find your stinky ass mask <laughs> behind the bed and neatly hang it up on a push pin by the side of your bed. So if it's gone, it's 100% because of you. I don't <laughs> think that that's true. But I, I, I don't. I'm not. For as stinky as that mask is, I take very good care of it. <laughs> And now my little sweaty eye mask. Yeah, that's been that's been great. Yeah, you also are pretty good at like, you drink like water before you go to bed, which I is think- something I'm scared of getting older. Oh, is like, no, not peeing oh. to bed, waking up all night because of prostate, whatever, and peeing a Boy, bunch I've of times. Boy, I've been doing that for the- years. I have. If I drink water before I go to bed, I have to get up and pee constantly. I get up and pee in the middle of the night like four times. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Four times a night you get up and pee. You literally are so asleep. You don't know what anything that's going on. <laughs> we got into a huge fight because I was saying I could slap you across the face. <laughs> and then you'd wake up and I'd be like, what happened, baby? <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, my God, what a terrible dream. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, we did get into a big fight about you that. You were like, I would know. It's like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> you absolutely wouldn't. You, The best you can do is sometimes talk in your sleep about things that are 
mildly relating to what's happening outside. Uh, so true. Yeah. So true. I was I um used to when I was a kid I had a really hard time falling asleep. Me too. And um I used to always ask my parents to come check on me. That was the thing. I'd be like, Will you come check on me? I had uh well, we were talking about peeing, but yes, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, peeing. I I know you're afraid of that. I'm just saying, like, yeah. welcome to the future. It's not that bad. It's just, you know, annoying. Um, Yeah, I couldn't sleep. When I was a kid, I had a hard time sleeping but it's because I had a reoccurring nightmare for years that this guy would chase me and no one could see me. And it was just that was the dream. And, uh, you know, when you're a little kid, like that kind of stuff is terrifying. Yeah. I had that dream like every night for like a month. No, way longer than that. Long time. So, I mean, it's so scary to even talk about. Now my, I have nightmares. I think you mentioned this on the podcast recently. Like if we have a fun junk dinner because we were like busy all day <sighs> and like partying and we eat like because we're just like up and at them, which is our favorite thing to do. Like, Ever. Like have just some kind of junky great dinner at like 1130. I for sure wake up with night terrors that like... I'm you know something about yourself too what you sweat out the spices that you eat are you talking about me or people in general you that's not particular to me Mariel. don't you <laughs> dare say that out of I all just the people didn't know in the world that you knew that I'm not talking about all the people in the world you do today too today I said you tasted like cake batter I didn't eat any fucking cake batter <laughs> a b <laughs> you did you taste like cookie dough or something yeah well you know I had a rice bowl so <laughs> <laughs> some tofu on it that's what I had you uh if you eat like a lot of like Italian food or something like that <laughs> don't get racist <laughs> or like whatever it's a genre of food is, is <laughs> you know not? what you're implying if you eat like something really spicy and go to bed you will get stressed so you're rolling around and having nightmares and you're stressed out and then you start poofing out sweat and then it'll be like whatever like spices that we had to eat so i'll be like it's just like no, i can, Mira, I can tell smelling- you're you smell your own breath. No. Yeah. I mean, no. That's just your own night breath. Don't try out. to fucking middle school me back. <laughs> Don't try. I'm just telling you, like, you're saying that you struggle. I'm saying I understand your struggle. And watching from the outside, it does look very painful. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. You know, I don't know if we've ever said this on our podcast, but um, I never snored a night in my life until one that the very first night that I started snoring was the night of our wedding it was our wedding night after we had just gotten married that actual night 10 years of sleeping in the same bed never snored one time and i was proud of not being a snorer and then you sealed the deal and i just let all all hell broke loose and i don't know it's just so funny the way that you do it because you just do it like straight on your back with your arms like i wake myself up from snoring so hard it's gotten way worse and you're fine like you don't have like sleep apnea sleep apnea i might be developing it you're developing (laughs) (laughs) some sort of dysfunction as you get older Well, you'll be sorry, man. I'll be like, next, roll over, and then you're fine. <laughs> I don't think it's sleep apnea. I think it's like you developed a new way of lying directly on your back with your arms above your head. <laughs> Just like, cranking. For ultimate, like, cranking. Yeah, it sounds like a garbage disposal. I mean, it really does. It's like 
it's like unbelievable. Like I no, I wake myself up because it hurts because I'm like snorting so hard I can't, between my eyes, like in my nose between my eyes. You just it's just it's honestly like so funny to me, like that I have woken up in the middle of the night laughing and been like half asleep trying to record it on my phone because it's just like it's annoying. <laughs> But more than anything, it's just so absurd. I've said this before in the podcast, I think a while ago, but the this thing, like Nick, like had, when we first moved in together, Nick used to gargle by essentially like shouting behind his gargle. So I was like, we started, we moved in together. When we were, well, I never, I didn't, I did not grow up using Listerine. So no. I never had Listerine around but until, we did. I, until did. I moved in with you. Yeah. And, and our family always had it. So I had it stocked in the bathroom and Nick was like super into it. I love Listerine. And he would go in day. the back. Let's see if I can use your water. I'll use my water. You would go in the, I would be sitting in the living room. This is and fucked up. By we the were way. like 21 or 22. Like we were really young and it was the first time we had lived with somebody we were dating. I can't believe you're going to dis- so it took me display a, this right it now. It took me a really long time to even like, like realize that maybe I could say something like it went on for a long time with me just being like, what is happening? Okay. Hold on. It was like this. this so is- we'd be in the bathroom and I'd be in the living room and then I'd hear this noise. This is fucked up. I can't believe you're doing this. <laughs> and I'd be like, uh, and like, then you were like, I just remember the day you were like, you know, you don't have to yell. And then I was, and then I was like, really? And then, so that I just took the, this is what I did after that. <laughs> and I ruined my own funny joyous <laughs> Cause thing. I never, cause I just thought it was so funny. And I, but I, I, the main reason why I even said anything is because I couldn't tell if you were doing it out of fun or that you genuinely thought that that's how you gargle. That's how you gargle. <laughs> like you had to, I was like, you know, you don't have to like put any voice into it. <laughs> and he was like, what are you talking about? I don't understand what you even mean by that. I don't think that. I was as crazy as yours. I think mine, I think this is how I used to do it. <laughs> Do you think that that's less crazy than what I just said? <laughs> I don't know. I have to listen back when I edit this. I'll have to hear back. Because <laughs> honest, yours just sounded more like panicked. You know, I think it probably depended on the day for you. <laughs> Whatever it was, there was like a like a level five to seven amount of volume of gargling coming mm. out of the thing. Well, the reality of it is, I know, I never, I never scream gargled again. And then you were just so heartbroken. I just couldn't believe I talked you out of one of the most funny characteristics, <laughs> natural characteristics you had. I felt like I was beating you into adulthood. You know, it was like no, taking it away wasn't your magic. Beat. It wasn't that at all. You were just like, you know, you don't have to, right? Yeah. You know, Santa Claus doesn't exist. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to come to grips with the fact that I swallowed too hard. Right to this day i swallow violently i swallow like i'm killing like it's like i hunted the animal and then ate it but it wasn't dead until i swallowed yeah That's how I, I always you're like i thought for a long time like because you just gulp like really hard like you know if, if someone was like in a cartoon and they were like, like that. <laughs> you know? it's not that bad but it's in that vein, right? Like kind of like, like it's on the spectrum. I'll give the you the spectrum. spectrum. You are absolutely on the spectrum. <laughs> and, uh, and it is something for a long time. I thought was like a stylistic choice of yours to kind of like powerfully gulp. Like it meant like, no, it's not stylistic. It's a something it's internal. Like a tick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a driving 
drum beat or All something. Right. Well, okay, so yeah. Okay, so anyways, now I'm addicted to Listerine, which is a part of my nighttime routine. Okay, I, so I right now Listerine. I would love. Okay, <laughs> that was a pretty good tangent, man. <laughs> Woo, that felt good. Where are we at? Fifteen minutes. Um, okay, so what I would like to do. Mm-hmm. Is currently, um, why don't you describe a typical night and then I will of my of our nighttime routines as they stand. Ooh, that's so hard because we don't really have a typical one. That's it's, part of like that's, that's one of the big, big problem. Ones. We don't have we any have kind of a no schedule yeah. when it comes to nighttime stuff. You can pick anything you want though. Okay, well, uh, generally speaking, uh, Muriel, I've fl- oh, this is another big big, uh, you know fight in our house or whatever it's called debate remember when today when i couldn't remember ruth bader ginsburg is that her name bader nick goes who's the old lady on the supreme court i go ruth bader ginsburg and you go ruth gator binsburg (laughs) it's like no 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 no. there's another one right (laughs) and i was like i was like sotomayor is that what you're talking about he's like no no the other old lady (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> is she still on the Supreme Court? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, no. Then I genuinely said Booth Bader Binsburg. <laughs> Anyways, a big debate in our house is, is, is <laughs> Booth Bader Binsburg. I just couldn't remember if she was still on the Supreme because there's a movie that came out recently know, and she's like a hero and like everyone loves her and she can't die because she's like one of the last reasonable people. And uh, she should have retired when Obama could have. Uh, anyways, well, all that kind that. of stuff. But uh, I just couldn't remember if that was still RBG or not, you know? Yeah, you said that. And then I genuinely told you I would always protect you and stand up for you <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> you know, I said, don't worry, baby. I got you. Okay, so <laughs> another debate in our house is whether it's best to floss before you brush your teeth or after you brush your teeth yeah. i'm staunchly floss first brush second muriel is staunchly brush first f- floss second the biggest difference being muriel flosses her teeth every night of her life i'm on like a one to three <laughs> times a week slash month. not every month <laughs> And so, but that, so that, I don't know. <laughs> My whole point is that if you, it's like, I look at it as like cleaning your fingernails. Yeah. Like if you were out digging in the garden and you were like, oh, I'm digging, I'm having this yeah. great time. And then you come home. The first thing you do would be to wash your hands. And then the second thing you do would be to clean everything out from underneath your fingernails. Yeah. Get all the crazy stuff off. And then you get all the stuff you can't reach with soap and water. Yeah. So that's why I think my method is much superior. Because if I floss before I brush, like I'm just getting all kinds of crazy stuff I could have gotten from brushing. No, nah, but that's what feels good. You want to you want to see a you want to see a bunch <laughs> of stuff on that string. I'm not pulling no empty string out of my mouth. It's not even worth the time. All right, great, awesome. Okay, so okay, hold on. I'm not doing a good job. What? You okay, are, <laughs> you want me you to? You're doing a good job. No, this is about. <laughs> I'm protecting you. You do good. You just you're doing such a good job, baby. <laughs> Muriel, you told me today you're like I'm gonna put you on a big plane and take you on a trip. <laughs> <laughs> like you're some sugar mama, some cougar. Like, baby, I'm gonna take you on a plane and get you out of here. <laughs> Don't you worry about it. I'll take care of it. He's like, Booth Bader Binsburg. 
Why don't you just describe our nighttime ritual? I can't. Okay, get so it. I will do it. I'll do it for us. Okay, so one thing that has been true, yeah, is that there were things that have worked for me in the past that are now not working, and like that's what? like part of. Okay, so yeah, that's a big part of like this thing. Is it used to be like definitely like five years ago, ten years ago? If I had a nightcap, it would just like put me to sleep. Like yeah. if I drank a little like whiskey right. or I had like a glass of wine, I would be like, okay, now I'm ready for bed. Yeah, and. My mom still does that. Like a lot of people do. They just have like a nightcap go to sleep. Now that does that. And then it starts coursing through my veins at like one or two hours after I go to sleep. Big time. And I have to pee immediately. I fall asleep, wake up kind of with just high blood pressure and needing to pee. Yeah. Which is like a new thing. That's new. Yeah. That's happened to me too. That's terrible. That's not the fuck. You know, a description of some sort of horrible disease. Um, so, <laughs> it is called alcoholism. I know, right? And then, and then the other thing that used to be awesome is you're like, you know, you do whatever you do during the day. You kick it, you get done, and then you eat a giant meal, and you're like, oh, perfect. I'm totally full. Time to go to sleep. And then you do that now, and you get the worst, most horrible nightmares, horrible farting. Heartburn. Heartburn. If you're in the case of Nick, you're like sweating out curry and spices. (laughs) Don't do that. It's just like, you're you're like setting yourself up. Like the other, like, (laughs) I think it was like last week, uh, or two weeks ago when when you were out of town and when you went to Toronto, uh, to, uh, Houston, Houston. Uh, I don't drive for those of you who are, don't know that. I don't know how. Um, so before Nick left, I was like, Hey, on your way home, get me what I would want to eat for the next two days. And I'll just stay at the house and like clean and do work at the house. Like I, I would, I was going to work and stuff. So Nick came back with all frozen pizzas, <laughs> which is definitely like my favorite food. It was like frozen pizzas and like fancy yogurts with like pretzels on them. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. so I did that for two days in a row and I almost died i was like <laughs> and then one day i was like okay i'm gonna try to eat this pizza at like six so it won't be like so drastic and i still had heartburn for like a thousand years yeah now you haven't had pizza since yeah i think you i think you tricked me you uh i overdosed you, you. Overdosed, it's like i, I was like a parent who like catches their kids smoking cigarettes yeah, like smoke like, this whole pack yeah you're like, oh Nick, give me my favorite food it's like yeah, here you go. Here's your favorite food. I'll see you in a few days. Come back, and I'm just like, I don't like pizza anymore. <laughs> so, like, the food thing doesn't work anymore. The booze thing doesn't work anymore. Yeah. It used to not matter if I had caffeine, like, at later in the day. That is, like, maybe a factor. Caffeine doesn't mess with me anymore. And it, done, it, doesn't, it doesn't stop me. It does that. But I don't even know. And then the worst thing is, is that we have, like, literally no routine. So like lately, like we just don't like some nights you're working until 11. Sometimes you're working until one. Sometimes like you're done working at two in, in the afternoon and like you've been up since six. So you've been working in the mornings and like yeah. it's just like there's no rhyme or reason to it. And like a lot of the time we have to get up like super early for one chunk of the day. And then knowing that you also have to work until 11 for the last chunk. Right. So you take a nap in the middle maybe. Or- yeah. Because you're like all tired and then like. That makes it so like it's there's no regular bedtime and no regular wake up time. So lately we've been trying to change that. Yeah, anyway. we've been waking up at six and going for a hike. Yeah. And seeing how that works. We couldn't do that. But like when I worked on whatever night that was and stayed until like one thirty, 
There was no way I was waking up at six to go for a hike the next morning. Now we've we've been trying to do this for four days, <laughs> and two of those days we've done it, and two of them we have not. But we're trying really hard yeah, to make and the we're change. Going to. We're, we're going to. We're working we're towards on that. it. Yeah, we we're did on it this morning. Yeah, but and I think like that's the major. So basically, like a typical night for those are like the ba- basic obstacles I believe to our sleep. So a typical night for me would be like, oh, let's pick a good one, like. A, this is an average night. Um, let's say like we've kind of like worked all day on stuff. Like we've either gone to work or we've kind of like edited and done all that kind of stuff. And then maybe I'll go, I coach improv teams. So then I'll go do that. And I'm done like between nine 30 and 10. And then I get home and I'm completely wired. And then I drink maybe like two glasses of wine or maybe three glasses of wine and then I talk to Nick and Nick comes home. This is before we're getting a little better, but this is like typical before that. Right. And then like neither one of us have had dinner. So then we have like maybe some salad and we order pizza or we eat pasta right before the bed. That's we like got my, real bad with the late night pastas. That was that like, was we really literally that's, that's like like uh, Charlie Theron did a movie. <laughs> Like a little while ago, what was that movie called? Uh, it wasn't Juno, but it was by the same people that made Juno. It's called like Poppy or like something like that. It was not good. And she's just, great. We love you, Charlize. Yeah, she's be great. on our podcast, please. But she uh, she gained like thirty or forty pounds for this movie, and they're like, "How did you do it?" And she's like, "It's really easy. You just eat pasta right before you go to bed." <laughs> <laughs> and she said, that. "I was like, don't you tell that to me. I don't need to hear that right now." Pasta makes you go to sleep. <laughs> it feels so good too. It's so great. That's such a huge thing for me is like uh, eating, going to bed with a full belly. It's so great. Oh and, my God. And especially if you've been like stressed and running around all day and like it's like 11 and you haven't had dinner and it's so easy to make. You'll put a little Parmesan cheese on there, make some noodles. It's super easy. So we've been doing that for a while now. <laughs> And, and that's so you, that's new. Yeah, yeah. That we started that right at a point in our life when we should definitely have not been doing. Yeah, that. yeah. Definitely that's new. Uh I love to have like two glasses of wine and then just like for whatever uh you know, dangerous ridiculous reason I always want a third like right before I go to bed, which is such a dumb habit to have. You've been getting better at not doing that. Yeah, but it's it's been my jam for a long time to be like, "Oh my god, I feel so great." You know what? I'm going to have one more glass of wine. Well, more. that's what alcohol does to us. It's yeah. like in terms of like, what's it called? Inhibitions that get yeah. lowered. We don't like get in fights or like yeah. do crazy stuff, Ugh. except we just drink more or, right. eat, or more. eat more. And we're just like, oh my God, two glasses of wine. God, I feel great. Do you want some pasta? <laughs> yeah, I want some pasta. <laughs> well, while we're waiting for it to cook, we have to have another glass of wine. And then it's like a, like midnight randomly and we're full of pasta and wine. And then we just go to bed and then all night long I wake up and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> oh my so our body and, and then like the other thing. So then, OK, sorry, sorry. So the routine is come home after a long day, have a couple glasses of wine, decide now that your inhibitions are lower, get a big uh, make yourself a big bowl of pasta with olive oil and Parmesan on it. Eat that while it's cooking, drink another glass of wine. Brush your teeth, then floss it, (laughs) then get into bed. Don't drink any water and then get on your phone and look at Reddit for a while (laughs) until you pass out. And then you then wake up periodically throughout the night to have heartburn or pee 
or drink like jars and jars of water because you ate like salty pasta right before you went to bed. That's basically like <laughs> my life right now. <laughs> God, what do you but say? It just makes you seem completely insane. I know, but see, the thing is, this is the point. It is insane. Yeah. And it started being insane for me about six months ago, like really yeah. genuinely. Like, But my routine's been about the same for years and years, and I've had great sleep. So I never yeah. thought it was insane. Yeah. I was like, that's what you do. You come home, you have a couple of drinks, you make something really good for dinner that's simple, you go to sleep. It's like, what a wonderful life that is. It's a great life. And now it's literally killing me from the inside. <laughs> it's like that thing where they say, I've never seen any of these movies, but that Ant-Man is going to cr- like crawl up Thanos' butt and like expand, and then that's what's going to kill Thanos. <laughs> it's the theory that I've heard from countless memes. Basically, I'm doing that to myself every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I know. I feel like he's to just crawl up his dick okay well i don't know why <laughs> okay yeah that's about right i um sometimes read in bed that's nice yeah you you're way better than me you like you don't do nightcaps most of the time you don't have anything have well you like to eat before you go to bed. i like to eat before i go to bed i've been trying to calm down on it and i didn't do it last night but you give yourself time in bed to relax and you read and you turn off your phone so like yeah. I think you have a, I think what they call it is sleep hygiene. I think your sleep hygiene is better than mine because I feel like in a lot of ways, like for me, I feel like sleep is a right and not a privilege and anything I do shouldn't affect it. Right. So I feel like what I need to do during the day is what I need to do. (laughs) And and then then when, then my body needs to do what it needs to do, (laughs) which is go the fuck to sleep when I'm ready to go to sleep. And it's been that way for my whole life. Yeah. But now it's saying just like a straight up no. Yeah. And I don't know how to handle it. So. So. This episode is kind of centered around how do you handle it? So, um, I don't know. We have not really. How are we going to transition into the next part? (laughs) What's what are we going to do? Uh, well, I think we're going to stop the tape recorder and then start something with new, fresh energy. Okay, that sounds delightful. (laughs) All right, so we're transitioning in to the rest of the podcast. Now, fair warning. Fair warning. Uh, this may, the intent of this is to put you to sleep. So if you want to, you can stop your podcast now. Yes. And then. Resume um, it. Like resume it when you're ready to get ready to go to bed. So right. if you're sitting here chilling, you're eating your pasta, you're drinking your wine, <laughs> you're chilling, you can finish all of your good things and then stop this tape. And then resume it it's after not that. A tape. If you're driving, <laughs> if you're driving a vehicle, just be advised you might fall asleep. So at the wheel, yeah. So this we, might be something. It's like um the ring, you yeah. know, like you know those videos that you watch that like the lady yeah, comes out and kills you. Final destination, right? So these are like these. So you might want to be like, well, maybe this isn't for me today, right? And then wait till you're ready to go to sleep. But anyways, um, ready. Pause the tape if you want. Now, we're back. Hi. So, <laughs> Are you ready to go to bed? 
I am so ready to go to bed. Okay. Well, we're, well, we're going to do this the right way. We have a couple. We're going to do this in two two parts. Okay. We are going to follow the National Sleep Foundation's guidelines mm-hmm. for going to bed step by step. We can all do it together. Very soothing. Very relaxing. And then we're going to end with a very special treat. This special treat is very dear to my heart. Uh-huh. And it actually has been... I've discovered something that a lot of people know about, but maybe you don't know about. Oh. That has helped me immensely not only fall asleep, but stay asleep. And that is someone else's podcast. Oh, usually the mystery is deep. When I come across another podcast, I like to slap those people in the face because I don't deal with competition. We're the best podcast in the world. Everyone else can burn. Well, but I'm however, pretty sure you like listening to lots of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> there is a podcast. Um that has changed my sleep life uh, and therefore my whole life. It's called Sleep With Me, mm-hmm. and I highly recommend it. And we are going to do our own, after we go through this hygiene list or whatever Muriel just said, <laughs> we're going to do. Your ass will never be listening. Go ahead. <laughs> I just don't remember what it was That's called. okay. Don't worry. <laughs> we all remember forever, and now it's on tape. It's not tape. Um <laughs> Then we're going to do our own sleep with me style podcast at the end of this whole thing. I would like to take a moment to talk a little bit about this insane podcast that you love (laughs) because uh, just just so you are prepared. This is the weirdest podcast I have ever listened to. It is. It's it's, so weird. (laughs) Nick loves it and he listens to it every single night. I do. And, and sometimes at night. Na- it's meant to put you to sleep. That's the whole point of it. It's called Sleep With Me. Uh-huh. And this guy, Scooter, <laughs> just has this bizarre podcast. And his whole aim is to make the world's most boring podcast. And he he kind of sounds like this, sort of. He's sort of like... He's this... Creaky kinda... dulcet tones, he calls them. But I'm doing like a weird southern accent, <laughs> kind of, which he does not have. He's kind of just a weird... Like, it's like if you were on a bus and a guy wouldn't stop talking to you. It's a little like that. It's very... But really friendly. He's super friendly and he's super about, like, everyone deserves love. Everyone deserves, like, a peaceful time. And sleep should be a time that you could, you know, be peaceful and feel comfortable and not have to be stressed. Which I think is, like, that. I love that about it. I listened to it for the first time today. It would never put me to sleep. Because the whole time I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Make your stupid point. I know that the point of it is that he just is that rambles. He's ra- he rambles like, so we ramble. Yes. And that's kind of what a chat cast does. Like, you know, like that's part of it. But what he does is he rambles in nonsense. <laughs> and it's one of the most insane things. Like, So I will say this. When I first came across it, yes. I heard, I was couldn't go to sleep. Uh-huh. And So what I do is I lay on my right side and I put my left earbud in my left ear and I turn the volume all the way, almost completely off and I press play and listen to it. And the first time I did that, it kept me awake because I was just like, what the hell is this guy talking about? It was so bizarre. It's so weird. So then what he says too is like, just try it. Like try it during the day. Like if you get used to what he does and you get used to it, give it like three episodes, like just when you're not trying to sleep. Then you go back to it, and it really, really works. I mean, if you, so the the structure of it is that they sing all of their 
credits and thank yous. So we're going to do that. And then um, they go into kind of an explanation of how the podcast will work. Which is sort of what we're doing now. Right. And exactly. And then they will, uh, he tells a story. Today it was about how it goes like, I'm going to pack a wagon full of thoughts and ideas to share with you and tangents. And it's a wagon. It's a red wagon. But it's not. It used to be a red wagon. But now it's a purple wagon with sparkles on it. You know the kind of sparkles that sparkle when you're a little kid on the handlebars of a trike? And maybe that's the way it is. So not the red wagon. And you put all your thought. I was just like, "What the fuck are you talking?" <laughs> that about? That almost put me to sleep. That was great. Like, and then you know, did you know Sisyphus is a man who pushed a boulder up a rock? And I thought pushing a boulder is a way to communicate with your red wagon. Like, it's just like <laughs> what? It's like it's meant to be Shh, nonsensical. Sorry, even talking about it is working me up. <laughs> but I just, my brain goes like. Oh, what are you trying to say <laughs> for a thousand years? I listened to it for 45 minutes and it blew my mind. So he did that for about 15 minutes. And then he just did an unboxing of a Dungeons and Dragons game that he bought. <laughs> and he described the dice and the elf and the thing. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> It is the world's most boring podcast. But I think for people who are tend to... Um, I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's for me. I would try it again, but I could feel it being very stimulating. Yeah. Either through anger or curiosity. <laughs> so <laughs> if you are like Muriel. Yes, it might not be working, but. No, no, no. It oh. will. Just give it three times. And oh, then, sorry. And then I will say this. As I was a skeptic, I had the exact same reaction to it. And for some reason, I just. And it took me like, I listened to it once and then I listened to it again for like eight months. Uh huh. And then I listened to it again. I was like, okay, this is good. And then I listened to it when I was on the plane because I just wanted to drown everything out and I wanted something. I just, I wanted to go to sleep. I, yes. And I didn't want any of the things around me to bother me. <laughs> and uh, it really worked and I've been doing it nonstop ever since. Well, we'll see. So we're going to try one of those at the very end of this uh, podcast. So we're going to, yeah. So that's why, and we're kind of rambling and being a you little know, weird, but we're trying purpose. a new thing. All right, so the Ooh, first I like thing your grown-up voice, Muriel. Is that what I'm doing you now? Just, you slid right into it. My grown-up voice. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just mean when I use a poorly constructed British accent. <laughs> so the very first thing we're going to do yes. is we're going to follow the. St we're going to get us ready to listen to the podcast. Okay, we're going to get ready to sleep, which is a big part of the Sleep with Me podcast: is getting ready and getting all of that. The nice, wonderful, dulcet tones of soothingness. Okay, I'm already getting boring and rambling. Yeah, yeah. But Nick always knows when that's happening because I start looking at the clock on our recorder. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a clock. Okay, well, whatever it is, it's it tells me how many minutes you're being boring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, the National Sleep Foundation, yes. which we'll post on our website. <laughs> website. Follow we'll us post on, on Instagram. Instagram. We'll post the link. Oh, we can't do that either. <laughs> we'll post a screenshot of the link, and then we'll, we will put a link in the um, information of this episode. Ah, boring, boring. <laughs> All right. The first step is stick to a sleep schedule of the same bedtime and wake up 
time even on the weekends Impossible. who likes that idea <laughs> i'm pretty sure nobody <laughs> who out there in sleepy town would like to not sleep in on the weekends <laughs> does that sound great to you or how about not stay up for any parties <laughs> really cool man okay okay so that's one thing so we're just going to ignore <laughs> and <laughs> number two yes. great. great practice a relaxing bedtime ritual a relaxing routine activity right before bedtime conducted away from bright lights helps separate your sleep time from activities that can cause excitement, stress, or anxiety, which can make it more difficult to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Get sound, deep sleep, remain asleep. I have a pitch for this. Okay. Will you let me do something and not argue with me about it? <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't. Well, too bad. Ready? <laughs> We're going to take a break and I'm going to set up something that's soothing and relaxing that we're going to do every night as our routine. <laughs> All right. Ready? Go. Wow, we're in the bathroom and it smells like smoke. All right. So this is the idea. I'm being quiet. Don't shush me or I'll murder you. Okay, so I think that they are right. We have too many bright lights in the house. And I think I'm going to rearrange. What do you see right now? I see candles all over the bathroom. What do you see? Candles all over the bathroom. There are candles all over the bathroom. I attempted to light some votive candles with a piece of paper that was lit on fire that did not work very well. That's why it's, it's filled with smoke in here. What? That's why it's filled with smoke in this bathroom. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to force you to get a facial. No. <laughs> facial. Is this... Wait, hold on. Time out. We're, this is where we're at, is where our nighttime ritual is going to be you giving me a facial <laughs> candlelight. <laughs> don't be skeptical. I don't want it. <laughs> All right, fine. I won't give you a facial. However, I think I want to adopt candles in the bathroom. I think that there's space, maybe not there, but maybe back there, where I could turn up. You're going to put candles on our toilet? What do you put there? Lotion already? And the pube cutting scissors? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I can't put a candle on there for God's sake. Okay, we'll find some room for the candles. You're right. I cannot. You're right. I should never. I should never be a stick in the mud on your river. Yeah, because my river will just fucking turn into acid. Okay, so. So my point is, is that I actually agree with this. Stop laughing. What? I yeah, I agree with this idea. Too many bright lights. Never move bright lights. I think I like to turn everything down. Like our our bathroom only has super bright lights. Yeah. And if we turn off all the lights and then you brush your teeth and wash your face and like lower light. Yeah. Maybe that would be really nice. You're right. And I'm gonna fucking try it. Don't <laughs> I won't give you a facial. You can have your stupid Did big you? ass pores. I don't know if the recorder picked that up, but Meryl just smacked me in the forehead. <laughs> so Did you call I'll, my pores big. Yeah. 
I would help you with those, but you don't care. Okay, fine. You give me a facial like every once in a while. Yeah. Well, I know because I force you to do it every once in a while. But I still don't really get it. Is it because you like doing it or you think like you don't like looking at my face? I love looking at your it, face. Does it, does it like do you force me to get a facial because you are just like this man has to have a facial like physically or emotionally? I think emotionally. <laughs> That's what I thought. But it just occurred to me just now that maybe you're just like this guy's face is gross. No, I give you a scrubbing and then at the end of it, you're always like, oh, my God, my face looks so great. And you love it so if there are any ladies out there who are looking for a friend for god's sake come be muriel's friend she needs i have friends asshole i'll take more but i do have some you need like some girlfriends to like do facials this is not about that this is about having a relaxing bedtime routine you are not focused but you just talk yourself out of a relaxing bedtime routine with a facial in it where i force you to do it All right, so step one is complete. Well, actually, this is step two because we skipped step one because that was stupid. But right now, what we'd like to do is invite you to lower the light in your bathroom Mm -hmm. and do your nighttime routine. We could wash your face. You can brush your teeth first and then floss. You can floss first and then brush your teeth. You can put your hair back if you have hair. And then you can pluck your nostril hairs. Actually, wait for the morning to do that because that really wakes you up. That's a jolt. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's very relaxing. Yeah, no, it's not. It's terrible and brings tears to my eyes literally every time. Well, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Also, for all the guys out there, check the tops of your ears and and your earlobes. See if those need to get plucked too. That feels all like very stressful, Nick-oriented morning activities. (laughs) But for now, I invite you to turn down your lights and do something really relaxing in the bathroom. Maybe take a shower, but just do it in low light. Don't light anything on fire. And then we're going to move on to step number three. Our next um, step, step three, if you have trouble sleeping, avoid naps, especially in the afternoon. Power naps may help you get through the day, but if you find you can't fall asleep at bedtime, eliminating even short cat naps may help. So my first thing about this yes. is who the hell is taking a nap in the morning after you wake up? Is that Literally, what it says, it, No, they say don't nap, especially in the afternoon. Literally, oh. everyone naps in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, What are you talking about with your life? <laughs> Unless you're just like a, I don't know really having problems i'm pretty sure we all like to nap in the afternoon I know. <laughs> nap in the morning take a little nap at well, night. it's okay to nap as long as it's before 10 a.m <laughs> idiot so what do you think about this okay, no naps stupid well. idiots um i think that sometimes we wake up really early and we're really really busy and then we're also then busy again late at night and i think in those circumstances two middle fingers to that rule take a nap in the middle of the day if you need to okay so we're disregarding rule number three (laughs) entirely so so far we're kind of over three really yeah no 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 two is going to work (laughs) Uh, slip me a roofie to give me a facial yes don't worry about it it'll happen all right next time exercise daily number four okay we're doing that we are doing that we are doing that and it does feel great it feels very good and we love it. I am putting my gym membership on hold, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know, guys. 
who likes going to the gym? Do people really like doing that? I do. Do you genuinely like it? No, I mean, I wish I was in perfect shape and didn't need to, but yeah. since that is not reality, I do enjoy going to the gym and lifting weights. It's kind of like, I wish I was really super, like, fit, so I forced myself to eat, like, eight heads of broccoli. What? <laughs> I hate going to the gym so much. But you like hiking. But I will say I just... You love hiking. I just postponed my... I'm hiking. And I postponed my gym membership. And I will say this to anybody who's wondering. If your gym lets you do that, like lets you put your membership on a hiatus, it's a strong-ass power move. Because we all get gym memberships because we think we're going to become someone different. But if your gym has a hiatus thing, you can maintain that feeling instead of feeling like a dumbass for paying for a membership that you never use. So you can go, okay, well, I may not have been using it for the last four months, but I'm going to put it on hiatus until I turn into the person who would want to go to the gym. So right now I'm feeling very, very smart and cool. (laughs) That's what I think you are too, man. Yes, so do I. Okay, what's the next step in your sleep? All right, so the next step is evaluate your room. Design sleep environment to establish conditions you need for sleep. Your bedroom should be cool between 60 and 67 degrees. Your bedroom should also be free from any noise that can disturb your sleep. Impossible. uh, Including your spouse. (laughs) And finally, your bedroom... Did I really say that? Yes. And finally, your bedroom should be free from any light. Impossible. Check your room for noises or other distractions. Check your room for noises? What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, I found it. There's this beeping. There's beeping in the corner. Now I can hear it. <laughs> no, that's why. Oh, that's why. Oh, oh pardon great. me. I didn't realize I was awake to all this because our smoke detector was going on. I mean, come on. I did. Now I'm worked up. I did. This thing sucks. How many more steps are there? A couple. One thing I'll say is I slept in the... Sorry to anyone who's getting... I know you guys were all like on your way to nap town from the, our soothing dulcet tones. We're dulcet. Okay, we're dulceting. We're dulceting. But I will say this. I did sleep in a Motel 6. Uh-huh. And it felt like uh, sensory deprivation. Uh-huh. And you wake up from that and it feels insane. Okay, so you did not like that. I mean, I We don't have anything like... It was really our, our bedroom is really noisy. The bed frame is very squeaky, and it says, uh, check your room for noises. This include a bed partner's sleep disruption, such as snoring. (laughs) So, So, what, I have a snoring, bouncing baby boy who makes the bed... Did you just call me a baby boy? (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? What's the next goddamn step? This thing is pissing me off. (laughs) So they say you use blackout curtains, eye shades, or earplugs, white noise machines, humidifiers, fans, and other devices. Okay, that's good good advice in my book. The face mask, the earplugs, and the fan. I can't sleep with I any of that it. on. But I will, I kind of want to do humidifier, but just for my life. Yeah, that's good. You can do that. Okay, and then it says sleep on a comfortable mattress, ah, blah, blah, blah. So this one I think is really cool. It okay. says use bright lights to help manage your circadian rhythms. So avoid bright light in the evening and expose yourself to sunlight in the morning. So one thing that I have done is like be on my phone every night for the past five years. 
And I do think that maybe I need to stop doing that. Yeah. I need to like. Well, we've stopped at from time to time. I have never. <clears throat> you think I have? But we did I'm a not. podcast about it. Yeah, and then you go to sleep, and then I put my stupid phone back on and look at what I want to look at. So, anyways, I think maybe that is disturbing my circadian yeah. rhythm. I think it's making it because my my Are sleep. They saying okay, circadian. I don't. <laughs> I know, come on. Hey, come on, you can't set me up for that. Okay, no, I'm thinking of cicadas. Because they have a crazy rhythm, too. There's bugs out, there's weird beetle bug things out in Chicago. They have a crazy-ass rhythm. Nick, what do you think a circadian rhythm is? Just well, I thought First you said circadian, and then I was no, thinking... No, what do you think it is, now that you know what it is? I'm going to guess it has to do with like when the sun... Um, sets and rises. Okay. I think that's what it has to do with, based on the context of that. But at first, I was thinking of the bugs that make that crazy noise that are on the, on that rhythm. You know, they're all like, yeah. So, like, make sure to turn off all your lights so your buzzing will stop. Well, I don't know. I thought, and they come back like every seven years. There's a rhythm to that. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? You're what? not wrong about any of that. I know. Uh,. Yeah. Oh, we're also recording on the wrong microphone this whole time. Oh, no. It should work, but we are going to switch over. All right, ready? And switch. Well, truth be told, I don't think either one of us really knows what a circadian rhythm is, but I know <laughs> it has something to do with light, and you're probably right about the sun. Yes. But what we will say is, what? I think not being on my phone will help my circadian rhythms. So I'm, I'm going to try it. Right. So Sounds if good. you're with us right now still and you're very relaxed and not distracted at all by what we're saying and you're falling asleep, get your ass off your phone and, pay, you know, don't look yeah. at your phone. Put Just it away. Just because you're using it to listen to our soothing Sleepy Time podcast doesn't mean you need to be looking at the screen. No. I don't look at the screen when I listen to Sleep With Me. No, you don't. But I do. While you listen to sleep with me. Okay. All right, moving on. <laughs> Avoid alcohol, cigarettes, and heavy... I keep reading this as heavy metals, heavy meals in the morning. So in the morning? Ba- Whoops, evening. Okay. Uh-oh, what's happening with my brain? You see, we had the microphones wrong. We're going to sleep. This is working. Everybody, we're all calming down and going to sleep it's as nice we're doing l- the podcast. It's like a lullaby. So they say, avoid alcohol, cigarettes, and heavy meals in the evening. Which again, I'm like, when do you eat your heavy meals and when do you drink your alcohol? If it's not in the evening, <laughs> you're living the kind of life. It's like you're going to wake up, take a nap at 10 a.m., drink half a bottle of that wine at noon, and then what? Go to work? What the hell are you talking about? It's so annoying. Yeah, this eat- sucks. But they say don't do that kind of stuff. And we're actually okay. trying to do that. Avoid yeah. eating large meals for two to three hours. Two to three hours before bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> so our bedtime we're trying to hit for is like 10, 30, 11. Yeah. Right? So we have to be done eating by like 8, 30. Okay. That's better math than what I met. I thought I was going to have to stop eating at like 6. Yeah, no. Okay, great. I'm good at some things. You're bad at math. I'm not bad at math. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't and then they say time. you can have a light snack 45 minutes before you go to sleep nice oh very nice okay light. Great. what do they mean by light never mind i don't want to know what they think i don't like their opinions on most things well okay. i could i don't know i could elaborate but i don't think they would 
consider that something you'd have to elaborate on. <laughs> this right. is either the best episode or the worst <laughs> the episode. The very worst episode you could possibly imagine. Moving on, we're all calming down. The next step is to wind down. Your body needs to sli- shift into sleep mode. So spend yes. the last hour, the last hour before going to bed. Sometimes I'm not even at my house an hour before I'm going I to know. bed. I know. And then sometimes we're watching Game of Thrones getting amped. I can't do that. It gives me nightmares. The worst, Breaking Bad and Walking Dead, those three, you were just like, you were just like, I'm Nick. I like, I can't do this. No, anymore. I just have nightmares about people dying constantly. It's just like the worst way to go to sleep of all time for me. Huh. <laughs> they say, um, they say basically you have to spend the last hour calming down. You can read, but don't do any electronic devices because the lights from the screen uh, activates your brain to think that it's not nighttime. I think I'm doing this to myself. Yeah, I really do. I think that's like the thing I do every single night consistently is look at my phone every single night and I think I'm going to stop. <laughs> um, and also uh, when I can't sleep, I wake up and I just go on my phone again. What kind of a person am I? <laughs> All right, so now we're in bed. Okay. We're chilling in bed. We're chilling in bed. Well, I have my phone on because I have to read off a stupid thing, but after that, I'm going to put it away. Okay, good. It's at least an hour before bedtime. Okay, nice. We have an hour. And then, you know what? The last one is basically, if you can't sleep, go into another room and do something relaxing until you're tired. Mm-hmm. So they say, don't wake up and go on your phone like a freako. Get out of bed walk into the living room, read a book like your mother used to do, but what, pet a what, cat. With like the, candlelight next to you, you can ruin your lamps. eyes. What? Lamps? They say don't have bright lights. Do you think lamps are bright lights? I don't know. You're the one who's talking about our bathroom is too bright. Yeah, well, there are no lamps in our bathroom, fool. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's light bulbs. Come on, man. There's not a big Come difference on, between man. light bulbs. Come and on. It's not like we have extra special glowy Why? lamp Are you light the bulbs. king of being like, let's turn off all the lights and turn on the lamps and you hate overhead lights? Yeah, but it has yeah, nothing to do with brightness. It has to do with direction. Oh, <laughs> my God, are you kidding me right now? I do. You know, it's one of the most disturbing things in the world. I I come into the bedroom and you're in there by yourself and you have all the lamps off, but the overhead light on. (laughs) I immediately turn the lamps on and turn the overhead light off. I know. It's so disturbing to me. Yes, you try to act like that's. I know. You are so disturbed by that, but you are going to make the argument that there's no difference. (laughs) That is basically being married. I feel like that's not like <laughs> that's being married that is that being show. married. Okay. <laughs> How on God's green earth is that your position? I don't know. Now that I think about it, there's a big difference between lamps and overhead like, lights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. say okay. So basically, if you can't sleep, I'm gonna say what? also what. Put on Sleep With Me podcast. Okay, so we're moving on. Okay. So basically so far what we've done, yeah, we started three hours ago. We stopped eating. Mm-hmm. And then two hours ago, we lit, some, fun. We, <laughs> we lit some candles <laughs> in the bathroom and forced our partners into doing <laughs> face masks to candlelight. And then we rinsed those off. We're yeah. relaxed. We're not fighting. 
And then we went to the bedroom <laughs> and we turned off our phones and are not on our stupid phones. And we're reading a book or a magazine. Wow. And then so relaxing. Then we're chilling and like we're ready to go to sleep. So we put on our sleeping masks and we put in our earbuds and now we're ready to listen to uh, a knockoff of a sleep with me podcast this is going to be called hella sleep with me ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and friends beyond the binary welcome to hella sleep with me the podcast that copies the sleep with me podcast from Nick and Muriel to put you to bed. Are you tossing and turning, having a hard time falling asleep, having a hard time staying asleep? Well, just go ahead and put this podcast on tune in. And we're just going to be with you in the deep, dark night, sending our creaky dulcet tones over the airwaves to just to keep you company. Now, there's a couple things about this podcast. You're going to have to keep in mind. Number one, it's not going to make a lot of sense. That's kind of part of the, you know, sense, you know, like maybe you have a hundred senses and then you have a dollar's worth of sense and, or maybe you don't have any, you know, cause really what is sense if it's his <laughs> money or whatever, you know, it's like, but that's okay. That's part of this. And so first of all, um, we don't have Patreon, <laughs> but maybe one day we will, you can Venmo us money if you want to, um, <laughs> just handling a little business at the top of the podcast just for the, all of our regular <laughs> listeners. You know, we just want to thank you and consider being a Patreon, even though we don't have Patreon yet. Um, should we have Patreon? Let us know. We'll think about it. Um, I'm here with uh, my giggling gal, uh, Muriel, um, and we're going to get to it. Uh, it's just a little bit about the um, the structure of, of the show ahead of us. First of all, we're... Um, had to handle a little business. So Venmo us money if you want to. <laughs> Nick Castellini can find me on Venmo or Muriel Montgomery Finder on Venmo. Just a way we keep the podcast going. Um, also, check out Sleep With Me and, you know, feel free to support them too. Um, hey, Muriel. What? Who helps us with the, who helps us make this podcast? Okay, well, I'm going to have to make a song about it because that's the way it goes. So here we go. <clears throat> Thank you, Ryan and Ryan, who run Campfire Media. Thank you, Joey Castellini, for doing all our music, honey, and everyone who supports us on Instagram. Also, handpops.com is where you go with the promo code Helen. Wait, hello, twenties. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, thank a- you for everyone. No shout outs this week because that song stressed me out <laughs> to try to figure out how to include more people in it. Yeah. Um, if you want to try using uh, CBD oil to go to sleep, check out hempbombs.com. Promo code hello twenty for twenty yeah. percent off all your CBD products. In and- case that wasn't clear from the song. Yeah. Oh, I went back to my voice. I have to go back to my. <laughs> Maybe I should do that. My, too. Uh, okay. Uh, dear, my scooter voice. Scooter. Okay. Scooter. scooter. Okay. Uh, you can find uh, dearest scooter on t- 
Twitter and Instagram. Uh, he's a great guy. Okay. Good guy. Well, even though this is supposed to be about nothing. I'm getting agitated, so let's move on. <laughs> okay, great. Well, so I think, what else? Do we, is there any other business to attend to? Or well, we just get straight into our, our, our story? Well, we have a couple. Um, oh, yeah, we have a good story here. This yeah. is a good meandering story. We're going to tell a quick story, and then we're it's going nice to little bedtime story. read a few reviews from an online That's right. cooking recipe. Sleep with me always. uh ends with reviews and we're not going to read any of our reviews but we are going to read some reviews from PaulaDean.com. So, yeah great. she deserves it okay okay great so uh the story that's going to put you to bed tonight and send you off into the peaceful peaceful darkness of slumber town is uh it takes place in uh, chicago illinois yeah uh, so back in chicago illinois uh nick and i used to um very much lean into the uh, we were in our 20s, and yes. we used to lean in hard to the uh, idea that if you eat really late at night and drink a bunch, then, then your sleep will be good. And uh, we were, it was, um, it, was Thanksgiving. Day, it was the day before Thanksgiving. Day before Thanksgiving. And there was a bar called Friar Tux. Yeah. And this bar was uh, in a cool neighborhood of Chicago, and the whole thing was built like a like an old wooden keg of beer that had been spilled over. So it was like a big wooden keg yep. was uh, the shape of the building. And we went in, uh, they were having a special. Uh, the special was you could have, I believe, a pitcher of beer and a shot of wild turkey. Yeah, wild turkey for Thanksgiving. And I think it was something like a like a pitcher, like mini a pitcher. Yeah, and it was a dollar. And the wild turkey shots were a dollar. Yeah, and it was pretty lit. It was uh, very fun. It Just was very good fun. Good old fashioned yeah. Chicago white people drinking <laughs> and losing their minds. Yeah, and we had a friend who tried to do some magic tricks. That was stressful. Uh, <laughs> and then at the end of the night, we went and got <laughs> Mexican food. And this is the zone we were at when back when we had higher metabolism. Was we got both a full entree, I think burritos yes. and some nachos, and then we thought, well. I wonder what their burgers are like. So we decided to also purchase a hamburger yes. to split as an appetizer at our apartment. <laughs> so that we we walked home with our bags full of food from this Mexican uh, joint that yeah. also had burgers. Yeah. And uh, we went home uh, and we ate all of it. And Every last drip dropping bite, all the, went in our mouths. The next uh, morning we had to go uh, see my grandmother uh for thanksgiving it was thanksgiving day and muriel had spent uh, a bunch of time making some pies yeah and they were all in there they're in these cast iron skillet pies and they were wrapped up in boxes and we got our boxes together in our overnight bags and we went to go take the train over to my grandmother's house nice little train ride to grandma's house yeah so we went on the train ride and we were both uh on very the train hungover. Very, very hungover very hungover very much in pain on this train Probably Thanksgiving Day, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. And we realized right before we were about to get on the longest leg of the journey that we were both having problems. Muriel and I looked at each other, man and woman, lovers, looked each other in the eye on this train with all this stuff and realized simultaneously that we were both going to shit our pants. And... It was almost nonverbal communication, but then we did have to vocalize. And I said, Muriel, I think I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> and she goes, I think I'm going to shit my pants. 
and we were <laughs> at a crossroads because uh, we were going to go either really far on this train and get into a neighborhood where if we did have to shit our pants, we'd have to do it on the street because there was no businesses or anything to go to. Or we were going to have to get off of this train right now. Where there's like a Potbelly's and a Subway and Starbucks. And a a Starbucks and a Subway. So we decided to get off. And then as soon as we got off the train, it turned from, I think I'm going to shit my pants, to we're both definitely going to shit our pants. So we... (laughs) We both had a pie (laughs) in our hands. There was rat cast iron pie skillet. One was apple, one was pumpkin. I believe probably a good pumpkin, probably a nice pumpkin. And we each had one in our hands and we were literally running down the street as fast as we can. Everything was empty because it was Thanksgiving, it was Thanksgiving day. day. So everything so was closed. All of those things were closed. And then we finally got to a Starbucks. No, that's not what happened. What happened? What happened <laughs> was that you're too, you're trying to get through the story too. Quickly. I know, that's but you're also trying to turn this into a 40 minute story. This, which how we many minutes have we done? Oh, it was 38 minutes. Eight. And it, we were going to do five. <laughs> So, you Great. know. Okay, so what happened was <laughs> is we realized that there was a there was a subway that probably maybe would have a bathroom but maybe not. And then there was a Starbucks that definitely did. But I knew that if we got to the Starbucks if one of us had to wait for the other person, the person waiting would shit their pants while right, they were waiting. while the other one was so waiting. So I said, "Go run free, my child. You go to Starbucks. <laughs> I'll take my chances in Subway." And I so you disappeared. My version of the story is I ran into the, the Starbucks and there was a, a young kid and he was didn't speak English very well and he was helping a gigantic fat white American man make I think fifteen or twenty sub sandwiches, presumably to take to whatever Thanksgiving he was going to. And I was like, Hey, hey man, do you have a bathroom? And the kid was really rattled. He was like, oh, I'll be with you in a second, sir. And I was like, I'm sorry, bathroom? And and he was like, Yeah. So I he pointed me to what was essentially a utility closet and I ran in there and dropped my pants and by the grace of God got no poop anywhere except for into the toilet <laughs> and it was very brutal at which point I started texting you immediately and you had also had success we were both in the safe zone but I'm in this tiny little tiny broom closet of a bathroom and subway and then I'm done and uh, the toilet will not flush. And it just won't flush. And it's just not flushing. So then I go out and I try to tell the the kid who's like 16 years old, like, hey, man, like, I'm sorry, but like your toilet, it won't flush. And he was like, no, no, no I'll, I'll, I'll fix it in a second. I was like, no, 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 don't. You don't need to fix it for me because exactly <laughs> like I needed him to fix it before I could use it. And I was like, that's not what I'm talking about. And I was like, I got to go. But I just I'm so sorry. Your toilet is broken. And then he looked at me kind of crazy, and then I bought one cookie and tipped him like $15. So then what I came out to, I walked out of the Starbucks feeling like I wasn't going to have the worst Thanksgiving of my life. Uh, I already had thought of a plan of how we were going to get back home because we were going to have to walk from where we were if we pooped our pants all the way back to our apartment (laughs) on Thanksgiving holding two pies. So we didn't have to do that. And I was feeling like super triumphant. And then Nick just came up with the saddest look on his face and just handed me like, I think you got me like three cookies. It was like three for a dollar. And I was like, why did you get me these cookies? You're like, I had to buy something so I could give that kid a bunch of cash. (laughs) 
So that's the story of how two star-crossed lovers met their fates, and which were pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. All right, we're on to part yeah, two. Very nice. Uh, I want to make sure. If you're not sleeping yet, no pressure. that you know that there's no pressure. You don't need to sleep. No you don't pressure. need to sleep. We're just here. What you need to know is that we're here together with you. And we're here together existing in the universe. Just your friends, old Muriel and Nick Nick. Old Muriel and Nick Nick just hanging out. Just hanging so out. no pressure to sleep. Only be aware of the fact that you're deserving of love and light and peacefulness. Yeah. And we are here to hopefully provide that to gonna... you. Uh, years ago, I was uh, browsing. I, I had heard of a woman named Paula Dean. And this was before um, some certain racial. Uh... Before everyone found out she was hella, hella racist. Uh, before that story broke, I just was curious about her. And as we do, I. Bros, the uh, wait, bros. browsed. Bros. Yeah, you're hanging browsed. out with some bros. I was hanging out with some bros. It. I browsed the internet, uh, kind of looking to see like what yeah. were her recipes actually like. They were mm -hmm. so popular. She was so popular. So it was very interesting. So I went over to my computer. I opened up the browser. I clicked on Google. I typed in Paula Dean, and it took me to her website. And I browsed the recipes to see if I could find some authentic Southern recipes. Um, I found that uh, most of the recipes were uh, <laughs> such as the one I will describe to you now. Uh, it was called a skillet fried apple pie. And she's cook time is 10 minutes and the difficulty is easy. Uh, the ingredients you needed to have on hand uh, were oil for frying, two cans, large buttermilk biscuits. We're not making those biscuits. <laughs> You're just they are cans, cans of biscuits. biscuits. One 21-ounce can apple pie filling. Which we're also not making. Also, and if any of you out there have ever tried to make apple pie filling, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. literally the most easy thing to make in the world. No, because buy, I, it. buy it in a can. No, no, you uh, you can just peel and cut the apples and add some sugar. So that's basically all that is. And <laughs> then one quarter cup sugar added to that. Plus, yeah, because you know those uh, cans of apple pie filling, not sweet enough. <laughs> plus more sugar for the top of the pie. And then at the end, confectioner's sugar to garnish. Because <laughs> you know it'll make a pie prettier? Well, a little sprinkle of sugar. And I think that's true. So all of the recipes, most of them were like that. Uh, they were. So that first blew my mind. Uh, great. So then I went down and. Uh, just started reading. I said, okay, well, that's interesting. Well, what are people's ratings and reviews of this uh, recipe? So we'll just go down and read a couple of the choice ones that we found. So the first one, uh, these are all direct total quotes, not have, have not been doctored in any way. Um, the first one was, I was worrying is you are going to make diabetes cookbook and glad that you are sticking to your diet. My husband has type 2 diabetes. Do you take pills too? 
And that was from Amanda Castro. Yeah. Then Sarah said, what if I don't have a cast iron skillet? Will these still cook taste fine in a different skillet? Sarah. Yeah, my question about that is, yeah, I guess, just as long as it doesn't have a plastic handle. And (laughs) I I was really hoping, I'm like, well, I really hope she would know not to do that. But, you know, maybe not. I'm going to go back to my my creakies. Is that what it sounds like? Creakies, friends beyond the binary. Okay, he kind of sounds like this. Okay. Uh, The next uh, thing... Uh, was from a man. Next review is from a man called Carver Lewis Phillips. Three uh, names. Three names. Also, some confusing uh, confusion. He asked, "Can you cook the skillet fried apple pies in a regular skillet?" Okay, this one's a doozy. Are you ready for this? One, I'm people? ready. I can't. I really can't wait. I love Paula Dean's recipes. I told my daughter this lady got to be from the South because she not only cooks like my grandmother and aunts. Every time I think of something different to cook, I go to my computer, look up Paula Dean. It's just like having a recipes book. I also love your cooking tools, pots and pans. One day the Lord is going to bless me to have some of them. I'm on a fixed income, but the Lord always shows me favor once I put my mind on having something it almost always work out i love all of paula's <laughs> recipes please continue to stay online in spite of the accusations and criticisms <laughs> you are always going to find someone that's going to have something negative to say people hate on you every day my pastor always say if you don't have nothing good to say don't say nothing at all god said let me be the judge i love your southern accent you keep doing your unhealthy recipes because because people have minds of their own and ain't nobody forcing no unhealthy recipes on noon do you people know their limits jennifer owens i really uh admired your commitment to the fact that that entire paragraph did not have a single bit of punctuation not a period in sight (laughs) all right these are all again to be completely completely clear are direct quotes from the reviews of the recipes on Paula Dean's website. This next one is from a woman named Annie. Hey Paula, how does it feel to push your unhealthy food recipes onto people when you know you have diabetes? What? Anything for money you say? If you think those pills can help you all the way with diabetes and keep eating your sticks of butter and leave us alone sooner rather than later. So Annie is uh, wishing death upon <laughs> the next the, the, the next direct comment is, "Hey Annie, how about you get a life and less your negative comments to yourself?" Last time I checked, Paula's recipes didn't come with a gun and an ultimatum. If you don't like her food or choose not to make it, don't. Simple. And for your extreme last part of your comment, I hope you choke on the next bite of your healthy food chock full of nutrients you only know about because it says on the box, you idiot. (laughs) It's people like you who think salt and pepper are seasoning. (laughs) Food probably tastes like crap. Are you choking yet? I hope so. Unknown. <laughs> Beefing on the Paula Dean website. They're fighting with each other. It's an amazing thing. Uh, all right. So this next one is from a woman named Lisa. She got out of the fray. There's no more fighting. She's taking the high road. She's taking the high road. She says, hello, Paula. 
First, I want to say I love your show and also my kids. <laughs> yes, my kids can't wait till your show come on and they be telling me to come on when it's about time for it. My son is eight years old and he really be into it. He always say he wish we could down to your place and just wash you cook. <laughs> we both love to see when you have your sons on there. He say to me, mom, that me and you and his sister in the kitchen with me. We love to come in and help out sometime. Now, Paula, my son saw the show where you fixed the skillet fried apple pie and I had to go in there and fix them. He really loved those. <laughs> Paula, we loves everything to do. So hope one day we will get to met you and your family and we will keep look OMG at your show. Love, Lisa. She just went right to directing, directly talking to Paula. Lisa did. I really love that most of these are, most of these are just, people think that they're leaving emails to Paula. To Paula Dean. Okay, well then Connie Bai had to hit him with a little bit of this. I'm going to stop using this website. <laughs> People rate recipes without having even tried them. This website should provide a note asking only for reviews of the recipes, not silly comments to Paula or any other comments that don't provide feedback on how the recipes turned out. And we have the last review on this website. Uh, this is from an anonymous person, but it's the last review we have. Uh, quote, fatting but great and with that ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and friends beyond the binary we wish you a wonderful voyage into this land of sleep and relaxation now remember you deserve all the restful sleep that your body wants to give you we love you remember all the haters can suck it Make sure to slap a motherfucker if they got out of line. And remember, if this didn't work for you the first time, try it again. Three times. Four times. Five times. Listen to it as you're going to bed. Listen to it during the day. You have to get used to the cadence of the point of the whole thing. So it should work eventually. Sleep tight. Campfire. <laughs>